here we have the lovely Rayanne joining us. Welcome. Hi. Thanks, guys. It's so good to see you again. I know. Yes. You too. So we met at a Spotify event back in December, January? November. November? Was it that long ago? That's yes. crazy. Yikes. Yeah. Um, that was like the craziest thing for us. I remember, I think I may have told this to you at the event, but when you walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, because I had been following you for quite some time. There was a time like in my curvy girl life where I was like, all right, I need to get, like in 2016, I was like, I need to find some more content creators, like influencers who have the same type of body as I do that I can like try and find clothes from because like at that time in 2016, I was like only following the Kardashians and like things like that. <laughs> and I had come across your page and so to see you walk in that event because you know we're very new to this space I was like oh my gosh how exciting yeah no that's so crazy and yeah. I'm like I love that that's so cool yeah and I'm so glad I got to meet you guys that event was so much fun and like kind of crazy I was like I kind of had the same thing I was like whoa like this is like, <laughs> this is so cool I was yeah. like I don't know how we got invited to the wellness one I'm not really sure if we count as wellness but Maybe Me mental wellness. wellness. Yes, there we go. <laughs> wellness. wellness. I know. We're all just striving to have, you know, good mental health. Yeah, that's wellness. Literally, you know? we trying. We we really out here trying. Yeah. So anyway, starting at sort of uh, towards the beginning of your twenties, uh, I saw that you studied magazine journalism and graphic design in college. Mm -hmm. So how did you end up doing that? What led you to picking that? I just always loved clothing like in high school mm -hmm. everyone would make fun of me for what I would wear like I wore riding boots like before <laughs> it was, like, it was like a cool a thing. thing yeah like and everyone was like oh Ryan are you going to like ride horses after school like they just like made fun of me and I just always loved it I said I like invented Pinterest before Pinterest was a thing like <laughs> oh I would my gosh. sit at my computer that like it was in our like home office mm -hmm. and would put together like word documents of like all the trends I was like loving and like where I was like I still do it yeah though Pinterest you... is a thing I still do it on word documents yes oh, wait oh my god I've done it that. since like high school or middle yeah, school same so I just have always loved fashion and mm -hmm. I love being creative and so I was like okay I got into my head I was like I want to be the creative director of a magazine oh, and funny. yeah uh Drake University is where I went Meredith Corporation is headquartered in Des Moines, Iowa, of all places. Mm. So they have a really great magazine program, and a lot of their students went on to live in New York. Like some of my um, friends, she's like the creative director of Cosmopolitan. Ah. People work at People. Like it's a very good program. So that's how I ended up in Des Moines, Iowa, studying magazine journalism and graphic design. So, so after graduating, where did you go from there? So I moved back home to Colorado because I was way too scared. Something about New York always terrified me. Really? Like, I was so scared of moving to New York. I was just like, I can't. Like, and I moved back to Colorado, and I had interned at Better Homes and Gardens magazine when I was in college, and I got to work with a lot of bloggers at the time. Mm. And I was like, this is so cool. They're, like, entrepreneurs. They get to be creative. Like, one of them was telling me, she was like, yeah, you know, she was a DIY blogger. And she was like, yeah, I make, like, three times what my husband makes who's a pharmacist and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, there's something here. Wow. And, yeah, so I moved back home and started bought this course on like how to grow on Instagram and started posting on Instagram <laughs> and doing my blog and I was got a job at a branding agency at the time and was doing 
social media and graphic design work for this branding agency while also blogging like on my lunch break I would like go take outfit photos and come back in a different outfit and all my coworkers would be like what's going on I love that <laughs> yeah I feel like that's what I do right now at work I um, am a social media intern uh, intern at a marketing agency and like when I am not doing work for them I'm like working on stuff for us and people are like what are you doing I'm like podcast like you know yeah, gotta just, make your own dreams happen too exactly yeah. I feel like everyone now is like work like we're so passionate about many things yeah like if you do have a full-time job I feel like it's kind of rare if you don't have something outside of it and if you don't that's totally fine but I feel like so many people are like doing so many things I feel like yeah. we also have to today because like so many things that used to be like full-time long careers have now become like the gig economy is such a thing like everyone kind of has to have side hustles because that's the only way to like fucking make it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely nice having like multiple like streams of income like even like since we graduated I've like done a bunch of little different things that like give yeah. you money and like you know you got to figure it out somehow some way yeah and you kind of like see what you like like you just yeah have to just, I'm like if you have something that you're interested slightly interested in just like try it and see what happens and like who knows where it's gonna lead right you. right I certainly never thought that this would be where we ended up with this podcast no. like 100% not. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking when we started it. I just wanted something else, like, like you said, something else that, like, you can put your energy into because I know, like, what we were doing, like, in college with music theater, it was just so all time consuming yes. and we didn't have time to do anything else. And honestly, up until that point in my life, I hadn't asked myself if I liked anything else or thought about anything right. else. Um, so to get to post grad now, like, try a bunch of different things it's nice to figure out that I am skilled in other areas besides like one thing like, you know Wait, I can do other things yeah literally literally <laughs> so from that blog where did you go and how did you end up sort of moving into like fully being like content creator so I had a long-term boyfriend at the time and I was like okay like I want to move to LA or New York and he was the tennis coach and so he started applying for jobs in those places and he ended up getting a job um, at Pepperdine and so we moved to LA and at the time I was actually more interested in like curve modeling mm -hmm. and so I was like okay I want to be a full-time like curve model and was doing content creation on the side so I quit my job in Colorado moved to California without a job Wow. And I was working at like, I worked um, at a cycling studio. I was cleaning a yoga studio. I was doing like freelance graphic design and like social media management for people. I was doing my own social media and then like driving to castings and like trying to make it as a model and like spending any money I had on like doing a test shoot and like all this stuff. So um, did that for a couple years. And then I am like, so I'm kind of woo woo. And it's so funny how like the universe works. Like my boyfriend broke up with me and literally like it was like a flip of a switch, like just brand deals. Like people started reaching out to me. I got signed to my first like agency wow. and like I went from making like no money in content creation and not having anything to like a complete 180. Wow. And so that stuff just started started to take off because I was just creating organically. And that was in like 2019 that I started full-time yeah. doing that. And it was because I was just doing it. I mean, I honestly started posting and doing that stuff in college. So it took like five years or so before I moved full-time. Yeah. Yeah. So what led you to sort of wanting to lead more into like the body activism and eventually led to y'all creating the Confident Couple? Wow. Confident <laughs> Collective. Anyway, it is kind the of CC. a tongue twister. Yeah. TCC, Confident Collective. Like 
I know it is a tongue twister. We maybe we should have thought about that when we named it. But I mean, <laughs> naming shit. Full swear on our names. I know. So. No, <laughs> naming things is so hard. That's another. I know. It's I'm so like, funny. My Nana's in town right now, and whenever we talk about the podcast, she refuses. She's like completely clueless. They're like, "What's the name of your podcast?" And, and we always have to be like, um, uh, completely swear word. <laughs> oh my god, she's like, she will it. not say it. I'm like, Aww. oh girl, just call it CFC. Yeah. Oh, grandma. <laughs> That's what my niece and my nephew do. They call it CFC. And they're like, because I, but I know what the F is, and I'm like, I know you do. <laughs> You're like, it's okay. okay. <laughs> um, no, I won't encourage kids to swear. But um, <laughs> wait, what did you ask me? Uh, <laughs> oh, how did I get into the body positive? Yes. Or like talking about. So I mean, similar like Sarah, when you were saying you didn't have anyone, you weren't following anyone. Yeah. I love fashion, and like I followed all of the OG bloggers like Song mm-hmm. of Style, Sincerely Jewels, The Blonde Salad, like all of these girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but what would that look like on me? Because mm-hmm. I felt like I looked so different. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to start posting what I like to wear and where I shop and hopefully inspire other girls to do the same yeah. thing. Because back then too, even more, like people would always say like, I can never wear that because of my size and or, oh, that's, like, not flattering. Like, there was very... Yeah. Like, I just remember, like, especially growing up, there's very, like, kind of strict rules around mm-hmm. fashion and stuff, especially when it came to, like, dressing for your body type and dressing for this. And it was just, like, so strange. So yeah. I decided to just start posting about it. And I did always... I wasn't, like, someone who's like, oh, it just happened. Like, I looked up to these girls and I was like, okay, I want to do that. Yeah. And represent girls who don't look like me because there wasn't that many plus size or curve girls who were creating content so I kind of just weave that in to help women a find stuff that looks good because it could look like you see it on the website and you're like oh my god that looks Mm -hmm. so good on me and then you're like this looks like garbage (laughs) to find things to inspire girls to wear things that maybe they thought they couldn't and just so they can see their body type like wearing cool shit um and then we launched the confident collective because with my business partner, Christina, we um, would get so many messages like, and some might say this has like a backhanded compliment, but they were like, I don't understand how you're so confident. How do I get your confidence? Like, and I don't, I don't see it as a, as a backhanded compliment. Like I think so many women out there are struggling and are, and literally do not know where to get their confidence. And I'm like, where to find confidence, where to switch from feeling just like shit about yourself. And I was like, okay, I can't answer this like in a DM. Yeah. I can't always answer this like in a video or like a Instagram post. So we knew we wanted to create something that went deeper and we really wanted to focus on community. And so we launched the confident collective as a community to inspire women to build confidence. Um, and we first started doing a lot of weekly workout classes. So, cause that was one area for yeah. us that like movement is so important to me and it doesn't need to be about losing weight. It doesn't need to be like this intense thing. Like movement, I just think is really important in like your body and your mind. But going to a gym or workout class, if you haven't, is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, when I joined a new gym here a couple months ago, I was literally so scared. Like, I was like, sh- I was like, oh, my God, people are going to think I'm a loser. Like, they don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's scary. So we would host weekly workout classes for women to come and meet other people and, and just try a new gym. Um, we have um, a weekly podcast. We're mm-hmm. on a little break, but we're coming back. Um Yay 
next month and we're kicking things back off with a summer pool party I saw that is such yes. a great idea Wait, i wish you guys if you were gonna be in la you i know absolutely have i haven't to come. even been to california in years <gasps> oh my God. yeah i've been there okay but like, like not me. since i was like little Okay, well, you guys have it. There is an open invitation. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But it's like there's so much pressure to, like, I see sometimes on TikTok, like, summer's three months away. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm like, fuck that. I like, try so hard to get it off my feed. Me too. But, like, it's been incessant. Recently. Yeah. Re- especially recently, I think, like, with, like, um, the weight loss drugs being talked about a lot more and people using them a lot more and people just talking about it more in general, my feed, I feel like more than ever, has been, like, more, like, summer body and it's just like it's it can be hard to hear it's like sometimes it's okay and then some other days like it's more sensitive sort of a thing um but I think the workout classes are such a great idea especially like in a city you know I think a lot of people in like to make friends yeah with the friends yeah like making friends and also just like we just want like people to come and have fun make friends hang out with us and feel like good in their body and be surrounded by other people who who are like embracing their body to kick off summer and be like you don't need to fucking change your whole body or go on this crazy like 12 week program to like have a good summer right you can have a good summer exactly (laughs) how you are so we're really excited about that yeah that's amazing so sort of touching on what you referenced you guys have been taking a little bit of a break from the podcast and i wanted to ask you uh in that episode you sort of talk about feeling like you needed a break and about how you feel like a lot of your fulfillment and worth it's been difficult sort of struggle to separate that from like the content you put out and how it's been received and i know like i think putting out content that's very much a thing but also in all jobs and particularly within like the very capitalist society that we live in like our output and our uh productivity is often where a lot of our self-worth lies and i want to ask how you sort of deal with separating out yourself from your output I mean, honestly, I'm still trying to figure out. It's so hard. Like, I feel like no matter what job you're in or no matter what career path you're in, so much of our value and if we think we're successful or not is how we're performing in our job yeah. and the feedback in our job or whatever that is. And, like, it is just really exhausting. And you want to do something to bring you fulfillment and also, yes, like, live. You have to make money to live. But, like, I'm, I'm still working on it to, to – I don't want to feed into that, like – hustle culture into that like I want to live a life that I really love and not and and do something that I love and work but not like have it all consuming and be like so much of my validation comes from like oh if how many comments or something and I know that sounds like it's silly but when it is your job like I was just like okay I gotta take a break like Mm -hmm. I gotta like step back um, and also sometimes I was just was like, I'm doing so much. I'm exhausted. I feel like what I'm putting out, I'm not proud of. And I feel like when you get to that point, you might think it's like failure to take a break or weakness to take a break. But I think honestly, sometimes that's like stronger. It's just like the society we live in that says like, go, 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 like fucking hustle all the time. Mm-hmm. But like taking a break, like I see that as a huge win and like should be, that's not a failure. That's not like, you shouldn't feel bad about it at yeah. all. 
literally, I am pro break. I am like so pro break because I did that like with theater, you know, because it was kind of similarly, like I was just so negative towards it and I was showing up and not doing work that I was happy with. I wasn't even enjoying the work. And so I was like, why am I going to continue like to force myself to do something just because it's what I've been doing for forever? Like, why not just take a step back and like, you know, maybe introduce it in a new way later on or maybe you never go back to it. But I think it's just like, like you said, there's so much pressure to like grind, 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 Mm -hmm. keep going, keep going that like, honestly, I feel like if you just take the break and give yourself the moment to step back, like you can just um, like re-engage it, whether that's like short form, like literally last week I was so busy and I was talking about this with my therapist. I was like, yeah. And then I realized I just like needed a break. Like I needed a couple hours to just like get away from this. And then I came back to it and I was like, ideas are forming and happening, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Jay Shetty actually has a really good podcast episode on burnout. And I listened to that and I was like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. I need to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) I need a break. break. I always really struggled when we were on like vacations or breaks from school because I had so I went to an arts high school where I had academics 8 to 2, arts 2 to 6.15, and then if you oh, were wow. in a show, it was 6.45 to, depending on how much the director followed the rules, either like 10, could be 11 if it was during tech or the director really didn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, That's so intense. it was very intense. And then during college, like uh, performing no arts- no boundaries. <laughs> yeah, and performing arts majors, like even the amount that it took for us to go into overload, we were allowed to take more classes even. And so like, I know I backed- packed myself my schedule in so hard so that I never had a break to the point in which whenever I had breaks I didn't know how to like have any structure keep it together I would just completely fall apart my mom was like how are you so hard working at school and you absolutely fall apart anytime you have a break and it's because I didn't know how to take a break yeah. I didn't know how to stop or slow down at all I only had two modes on and off yeah yeah that's so true we don't know how to take breaks that's such a good point like no one teaches us that I actually saw this um well, whenever I say I read this article, I probably saw it on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so I read this article and it was saying how many Americans are moving abroad. And like I thought it was so interesting because especially like in Europe, people just don't feed into like the hustle culture as much. Mm-hmm. And they really just like. I mean, people just like take like three hour lunches and like, yeah, it's just, it's, it is different. And I'm like, Oh, it's also frustrating of like, they've done studies and they show like a four day work week. In most cases, people are just as productive. Like people spend most of the work day, not accomplishing work. Like, it's unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because like I'm sort of like in a corporate situation with my internship, but it's only a couple times a week. And it's interesting to like see the dynamic of the environment of the like hustle, hustle, hustle sort of mindset. And then like let's like work until like like my day is from 10 to 7. And I'm like once 5 p.m. hits like it should be over with like it should be done like I cannot believe I'm literally like especially in the winter like I was working until seven and we all know it gets like so dark in New York at four and so I literally (laughs) it was it was so freaking hard and I was just like how am I gonna keep doing this because like I I can't do this sort of 
like schedule and environment so it's been tough but we're figuring it out yeah i mean i don't even work a corporate job but i put that pressure on myself yeah so it's like i so bet ingrained into our yes. heads it's so a piece of our society yeah um so you turned 30 in august i believe right i do oh my god a very 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 early happy birthday thank yeah. you so much you guys are the first people to wish me happy birthday and as a leo i really appreciate that so thank you very much oh are you right before it becomes virgo I actually don't know when the cutoff is, but I'm very much a Leo. I know that it must be around then. So I'm September 23rd and I'm the start of Libra. Oh, okay. So yeah, so it must be, gotta I must be, be close after you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to an episode a little while back of your podcast and you're talking about the things that you want to get done before you're 30, which yeah. a, I thought they were very cool and fun. But I was wondering if there's anything that you've done so far that you're really glad that you did in your 20s. Hmm. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm really glad that I like took a risk and didn't necessarily do a traditional work path. I feel like when you're young, like that's like, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's any wrong time to do it, but I'm glad I did that. Um, I'm glad that I, um, got dumped. Like, I think that was really <laughs> great for me. Not at the time I was a disaster and it's taken me like years to get over it. I'm mm -hmm. sure people are like, Oh my God, fucking shut up. But um, I'm glad that I traveled alone. I think that's one thing that, like, I think every woman in her 20s should do, like, solo travel. It is the most scary thing, but also not, like, dangerous. Yeah. Like, right, just, like, right. nerve-wracking. Like, I was like, what am I, why am I doing this? Like, I, this is scary. I don't want to go do this. Like, what am I going to do? by myself and I just think it gets you so out of your comfort zone mm. you learn so much about yourself like I think every woman in her 20s should solo travel take a solo trip it is so good for you um I think those are like the main things that I can think of off the top of my head right now but on the flip side is there anything you regret mm. or wish you had done differently I don't think so. I mean, definitely there are decisions where I'm like, oh, fucking should have done that. <laughs> but like a lot of times they have a result that you're like, okay, what am I going to do now? I just, I, I feel like, um, I, I kind of am a freak in how much I trust the universe mm -hmm. that like, no matter what, like recently I've kind of gone through some hard shit that's really changing my life, um, that I'm gonna have to deal with forever. And I'm like, fuck but I just know that like I'm like kind of this weird piece about it that I just know that the universe is and Gabby Bernstein who actually was at that yeah, dinner with yeah. us at Spotify is one of the people I follow and she and her book she's like the universe is always conspiring mm. to bring you the most amount of good so I'm like okay this shitty thing happened and I'm dealing with this but I just have this weird piece that like it's gonna work out how it's supposed to work out and the universe is working and doing its thing so I'm kind of like no matter when things go wrong, yeah, it can suck, but I'm like, overall, I know it's gonna be, it's gonna make sense and it's gonna be fine. I have a relatively similar mindset, slightly different frame of uh, whenever people ask me if I have regrets, I would say I have no regrets because I really like where I am and like I very much think the butterfly effect is a thing. Small decisions can have very big outputs and I wouldn't risk changing a single thing in my past and risk where I am today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I would say in these past few months, I've maybe had moments where that wavered, but. For the most part, that is my mindset. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, there have been a few where I'm like, oh, where I'm like, oh, really? But I'm like, did we make some wrong choices? 
But you know what? Maybe in a couple in a couple in, more in, months, in time. I'm be back. Yeah, in time we'll be like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because I like there was a period of time where I was like super down, like in college, and now I look back at that time, like being where I'm at, and I'm like, all right, that was really fucking tough. Like <laughs> it was really hard to feel that and to go through that, but like. I yeah wouldn't give that up for where I am now and it's taught me so much about who I am today and like how I get to like function in this world as a better human yeah but it's hard in the moment it's so hard to like get yourself to really believe that the universe is on your side and and will give you that relief eventually yeah yeah sometimes you got to go through some shit but period period (laughs) period yeah, <laughs> I've been hearing about it for about like I don't know. I'd say probably at this point the last three months. Most episodes I've been like, so as you know, I'm not doing great. Oh no, we're doing better now. Okay, good, 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 good. We'd love to hear we're it. On the up. Good. Um, so sort of going back on what we talked about a little bit earlier, um, like body activism and whatnot. Where do you think the sort of body positive, body neutral movement? Where do you see it heading next? That's a good question. I feel like there have been times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just want to post this and not make it about my body. Mm, And I think I would love for it to become a time where it doesn't have to be about our body. And it is, we see a level of diversity where it's just like not a thing. Um, Like my friend Jennifer actually just did, um, she's a Sports Illustrated rookie and she just did an article about how like, She's sick of the term, like, curve model. Like, I'm a model. Like, let's just, you know, we don't need to distinguish with that with that term. And so I hope to get to a point where it is, like, we don't need to make it such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we're there yet, for sure. Not even, like, we've got a long way to go. Um, and I just hope to see, like, see, continue to see body diversity and mm-hmm. brands working with different types of people and different body types um and i think it'll be interesting because definitely like last you know fashion week there was definitely a lot of discourse around the lack of diversity mm-hmm. and definitely like just in the conversations you know we've been seeing um on like we said on our tiktok feeds of kind of the swing back to like thin and celebrating that and like i think that pressure has always been there but i definitely think there's a lot more chatter around it right now yeah yeah yeah. so it'll be interesting to see where thing where things go but i i've always just taken the stance like i'm just gonna live by example and show women that you can do what you want date who you want go after whatever you want and your size doesn't have to be a a factor in that yeah yeah I know I think it's so great with all of the influencers um that show body diversity because like you were saying earlier there were times of in my life as a curvy girl where I literally like swore off certain clothes because I'd never seen somebody wear it that looked like me and so I thought it was like off like limits to me but it's so nice to get to look at different people's bodies who look similar to mine at least um and be like oh wait like I can wear this like they wore this let me try it on myself and it just like kind of normalizes it in general to like go out in public especially in New York where there are different people all over the place and see people who are also like curvy girls wearing bodysuits or crop tops and all these things that shouldn't be like on normal but right. because of like like the, the way that you know I grew up and you grew up and said like what you said like 
it was abnormal or just mm-hmm. like not like the rule around it was like you couldn't do it right. um which is so weird did any of y'all watch what not to wear growing up because oh my i God, remember yeah. oh my that, gosh, like anytime was... any girl was at all curvy it's like you can't wear stripes you can't do this you can't no, do this. literally <laughs> you can wear everything to try and like i forgot yes. about that show it's with the, like that guy and girl Stacey yes London and i and, um, loved that show oh i love that show but i now show. reflect back and i'm like but that's like people just said that. like yeah. even like on America's Next Top Model like that oh. show the, if you go back and watch it I'm glad I how like did that show air watch that. yeah oh my god it's, it's just crazy and like for me even like with, with fashion in my body like I feel good in that like there isn't anything where I'm like oh I wouldn't wear that like mm-hmm. I don't really I've come to a good place from that but like for me it's the dating side of things like mm-hmm. whenever yeah. I see like a couple that's like a curvy woman who's like in love and is being like. Um, really like seen as beautiful and celebrated by a a partner especially men i was like oh my god i have to save that because i'm like wow that's like showing me that that is is, exists Mm -hmm. and that's why i think representation is like important um to show people that it's like because i honestly like for a long time i was like oh i just don't think like someone would be interested in me Mm -hmm. you know i feel that i feel that that can be in like so many different areas of your life that's just an example that i've had to work on so yeah especially in New York there was like a time when I started like going to bars with friends and stuff like that and I still sometimes struggle with it and I'm like how are people looking in this bar looking at me because of my body and like do I belong here or like the times I've been single like will I be able to find somebody that doesn't just pass like pass me by to go to all my friends sort of a thing oh, yeah. so I definitely relate to that I mean I remember even as early back as middle school like I like I hit puberty like relatively young like I I hit this height when I was in like fifth grade um like I used to have terrible stretch marks on my back from growing too fast and I actually remember in middle school girls being like were you pregnant I was like on my back you dumbasses (laughs) no (laughs) Um, yeah I'm like you dumb bitches that's not how this works um I didn't say that to them I think I pretty awkwardly went like no I just grew too fast (laughs) oh I was a real awkward child um but I remember even like in middle school like I would use myself to like make my friends feel better like I had this one friend who was about the same height as me and like very very thin but anytime she would like feel insecure make comments about her body i would go and be like well i weigh more than you and like (laughs) you don't think i'm hideous (laughs) and like that is kind of what i would use and i'm like oh sweetie that didn't help anyone um i don't remember where i was going with that but (laughs) oh my god and i just look back and i'm like oh down vote oh what i was trying to get into like even with like not in bars of like I around my family of like my family will all be talking about how they need to like lose weight mm-hmm. or like my mom who I think is one of the most like beautiful women I've ever seen and like all of my friends when they see her are like wow your mom's stupid beautiful I've had teachers say that to me like call a lot of how beautiful my mom is I tell call her a tall Amazonian goddess and I call my dad a yeah, little she burnt is... potato wait is your mom taller than your dad oh yeah Oh my god! My mom's six feet tall. My dad claimed he was six feet tall when they first started dating. Okay. He's, He's maybe five ten. <laughs> he was always he has shrunk, but he was never six feet tall. Oh, oh my god, that's so funny. That's what my dad. So my dad in high school, like I was. So I'm the shortest of my three sisters. So mm-hmm. I'm five eleven. My younger sister six one, and my older sister six feet tall. And my my dad, like I was just like upset about a boy or something in high school, and yada yada. He's like, you know, Rand. 
you're just you're just an Amazon woman. You're an Amazon. <laughs> and I'm like, at the time, I was like, oh my god, you know, 15. I was like, that's not what I fucking want to hear. Yeah, I don't want right. to be an Amazon woman. I want to be the tiny, cute girl exactly. that all the guys like. And it's like, oh my god, my license like, eh. still says five seven because I really wanted to be five seven. Right. <laughs> but now I literally see it as such a powerful thing. Like I love being tall. I love being this like. We call uh, me and my friends call ourselves like Amazonian women. Like I yes. love that so much, and I think it's like you just have to embrace it, and you'll slowly start to like love it about yourself. So I love that. I need to see your mom. I need to meet your mom. I'll I'll show you a photo. She's okay, yeah. done. Stupid beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like uh, she'll she'll talk about herself in a very mean way, and I've kind of reached the point where like. I very much try and interrupt it of like we were trying closure to is like this doesn't look good and I was like mom you're beautiful like I'm stopping you because like you're being so unkind to yourself how would you feel if I spoke about myself in that way like you are so beautiful and I don't like hearing you be mean to yourself and I like I mean like I look back then at my my grandmother who has passed recently um and like she didn't eat <laughs> um so you know progress has been made but it makes me sad to see her like be so cruel to herself because i think she's so beautiful mm -hmm. um it's crazy how like just each generation i do think like slowly slowly is going to get steps. better yeah because like what our moms had to go through like oh my gosh yeah. crazy and like you guys are younger than me like you're already having better i think conversations and stuff than like i had and like like, I think back to, I mean, like, yeah, we were talking about what not to wear and, like, these commercials we would see on TV. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, it's insane. Did either of you have a Wii Fit? Yes. Oh, no, my neighbors, oh. my neighbors did. Never oh. forget the Wii Fit. And, like, you, I would step on the thing and it would literally, yeah. like, make me into this, like, <laughs> obese person. I will never forget. Oh, my God. We, like, memories. You're like, <laughs> trigger literally trauma. Oh, yeah, no. Literally, I remember that thing. I mean, my parents used to have a, a scale that literally went down to, like, the point decimal. And I used to, like, record my weight in it, like, several times a day. Oh. Wait, did either of you ever do Weight Watchers with your mom? No. I did I Weight Watchers did on my own. Yeah, I did Weight Watchers with my mom. Yeah. So that was when I was like probably in high school. Yeah, I was in high school when I did Weight Watchers as well. It's so, I always say this, I've said this before on this podcast. It's so interesting to like look back at how I thought about myself as like a middle school girl and a high mm. school girl and to think of the ways that I thought about my body and like transparently transparently I weighed less when I was younger um but like uh the way that I thought about myself was yeah. so much worse like yeah. I I just it's cannot been, believe it it's been a shocker for me to find out like people thought I was attractive and I might have actually been popular in high school <laughs> <laughs> and I found that out way after the fact you're like wait what I may like, have been a popular girl after graduating, <laughs> oh I don't think I was a popular girl but I think I was more popular than I gave myself credit for like I found out after graduating all these people I had crushes on had crushes on me and just no Aww, one told me, me and I amazing. thought I was so unattractive. Yeah, but I found out too fucking late. <laughs> no, but now you can take that energy and and be like take that energy out into your your life now, you know? Yeah, yes. that's true. And that's true cuz I feel like the nights that I do like exude the confidence, I don't like know whether your aura changes, like your energy changes, like people feel it from you. Oh, people feel it. Yeah. I, I feel like honestly and I always like if someone asks me like they're really struggling, I'm like this is so fucking cliche, but like mm -hmm. fake it till you yes. make it. If you go out, like I'm like, okay, next time you go out on a night out, 
I want you to just act like you are the hottest piece of ass mm-hmm. in that place. Like, obviously, don't be a bitch. Don't be yeah. conceited. But maybe but just, a little bit of a bitch. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. But just, like, act like you. And I promise you, like, you'll see a difference because confidence is contagious and the way you mm. hold yourself and the way you present yourself like even just like walking up to the bar and ordering a drink like don't be on your phone don't be fidgeting like mm. move with intention like like it will be like you will see a difference people will see you differently that's so I interesting even, uh, adjusting like the little jokes that we make about ourselves because like our brain doesn't really process sarcasm when it hears us say something mm. our brain just understands it as fact so if we like joke over and over again even if we're being sarcastic i'm the ugliest bitch around that is what your brain believes to be true yeah but if you joke like i'm the hottest bitch that's ever lived your brain's exactly gonna accept that as fact like i literally posted on my instagram story today again i've not been doing great these last few months but i literally posted and i captioned it uh I'm looking hot. Just thought I would let you all know. I love it. Love. I love it so much. That's good energy. Yes. Yeah. Put it out into the world. And do I always believe that? But no, do I joke with people being like, yeah, I'm the hottest person to ever live and everyone should worship me. And you know, every time I say it, I believe it a little bit more. There exactly. You go. There you go. <laughs> um, jumping back into questions. Let me find out where we were. The small tangent we took. Oh, I love no, it. I only speak in tangents. I love it. <laughs> That's my only form of communication. So you recently moved to New York. I did. Uh, why did you decide to move here? Um, uh, kind of multi. So I, uh, a few reasons. Yes. Number one, I had always wanted to live in New York, but mm-hmm. it really scared me. I don't know why. I found the city so intimidating. It's scary. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like I can't, I can't move there. Um, and I also got very into astrogeography, which we could do a whole podcast episode. <laughs> on. I heard you talk about this a little bit, and I remember trying to look it up because I was like, should I move? <laughs> no, honestly, like no, like. My, so I've gotten so many people in my life into it. My sister has just moved to Seattle for, because of really? her astro. So she's moving there for the summer because she's been going through a fucking shitstorm for the mm. last year. Like called off an engagement. Like oh. was in a really toxic relationship. She was living with my grandma. My grandma passed away, and now she's like, "What the fuck?" And I really think astrogeography is a great place to look when you need some redirection and can bring out some different energy. Yeah. So in 2021, I booked a trip to New York because I had never been to New York besides like on my eighth grade field trip which I don't even count so I just tell people I had never been to New York yeah so I come here and it was just like I've traveled quite a bit and like I have never felt the way I did when I felt when I was here and I was like okay this is this is interesting and my friends and I had talked before about how we have this theory that everyone has their hottest city where like you go somewhere (laughs) and like people are like who the fuck is that? Like, she is hot. Like, we're your best self. So I posted a TikTok about it, and I was like, I think I found my city. Mm-hmm. And someone commented and was like, yeah, haven't you heard of astrogeography? And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> that. what are you talking about? So I did a deep dive into it, and now, like, I plan my trips around it. I plan, I mean, I'm uprooted my entire life to move to New York because energetically for me, New York and, like, the East Coast in general is a very positive energy space for me where – the West Coast, LA, where I was living, it's a much more challenging energy. It was my mm. Pluto line. So it was very d- it's death, it's transformation. And here is my Jupiter line. Anyway, I can send you guys the girl that you should I follow and get a reading yes. from. So fascinating. And also, I just had always wanted to live in New York. I wanted to do it before I was 30. So I, I moved here and 
my friends in LA were all getting married and having kids and I was like I'm single and like I just needed to shake things up mm. I just needed to shake things up and so I moved here Amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I know. I can't I mean, wait to move I'm into the I'm very partial to the East Coast, but it's because I'm an East Coast baby. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so. I love, like, I still, I was in California for work a couple weeks ago, and I was, like, I rented a Jeep, and I was, like, driving around, and I was, like, oh, like, I, there are parts of it that I definitely miss. Like, I think that both are, have so many positives, but I think the East Coast is more going to be my, like... My, my hub you know yeah yeah I grew up here like I grew like I actually still live with my parents because rent's expensive um and so I'm like 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city um and you know we do all of our work here I've been commuting in since I literally my mom it's so crazy to think about it now but I got like my first like big theater gig when I was like in eighth grade 13 years old she like helped me get there twice like by train and everything and then I did it by myself like I've been coming to the city by myself since I was like a baby Oh, my god! Yes. And in high school, it was so funny. All, like, my friends at the time, like, their mothers would only let them go if I was going. <laughs> oh, I was scared to take the train when I first moved here, like, three months ago. I was I like, mean, wait, what? The, it so has scared. changed a bit. Like, even I'm, like, a lot more afraid of the subway than back in the day, like, before. Like, but lately, I've been nervous because of all, like, the stories of, like, crime and everything. Um, but you could navigate through a city. Oh, that, yeah. You were like, that's impressive. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, my impressive. gosh. And people are so funny. When they ask, like, advice when they were moving here, I was like, just put on that bitch face. Act like you know where you're going and never like like when somebody like tries to pull you or ask you keep going like just I go here a lot and even if i took a wrong turn i would literally like go i would never turn around and admit i was wrong i would <laughs> fully like go around the block or i would do an acting beat and be like oh, i forgot something why is it so embarrassing to like turn around like no i do oh, it what a loser <laughs> i feel bad about this actually <laughs> Multiple times in both Boston and New York, I had people, cause apparently I looked like I knew what I was doing. People would ask me how to get somewhere, and I never wanted to admit that I didn't know where I was, and I didn't know how to get to where they were going. I would give them directions, and I'm sure most of the time, I gave them bad directions. You're just sending well, like, them that's a complete... That's you. Up. You have the internet. Use your phone. Oh, Don't my ask God. me, a random 14-year-old. I'm not going to be helpful. Yeah, that's on them. That's on you. That's on them. You're an adult. Figure it out. That's kind of my... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure I pissed a lot of people off because I would give them fully wrong directions with full <laughs> confidence that's so funny. you know i was a little asshole oh my uh, God. <laughs> i don't know if you've been dating much since you got here so <laughs> how has that been going um it's been so good it's been so <laughs> no that wasn't sarcastic that sounded like it sounded really sarcastic so good <laughs> that sounded like the most sarcastic thing but honestly like it has been really good like i think coming from la to new york the dating scene here, number one, number one, I think we have to stop saying dating is trash. I think if you put out what <laughs> it's you, the you mindset. get, what you, exactly how you're like, oh, you want to say, oh my God, I'm fucking ugly. Like, let's stop putting out that out there. Even if you go on a shitty date, uh, what else are you going to talk to your friends about? That's a good story. That's true. Fair point. I've been on a lot of shitty dates, but. I have great stories to tell. It's like material for a book when I read it one day, you know? My mom literally told me when we were starting the podcast, she was like, you need to go on more dates because Sarah's dating someone and one of you needs to talk about dating. <laughs> one of you needs Your to mom get is into onto something. it. She um, really is. Um, I love that. But no, it's actually been really good. I feel like the lifestyle here, you just, like I'm not really on dating apps mm. right now. Um, you just meet more people. Like in LA, yeah. I didn't 
meet I mean I, I date men so like I didn't meet men like my life is all women which I love but I'm like I didn't come into contact with men like it yeah. was very strange so I just meet people in person and I love that because I feel like I can pick up on people's energy pretty quickly yeah. I've also kind of been in like a little bit of a cougar era which oh. I think um is kind is of love I'm like these older men like are just not like I've dated guys who are like 22 and I've dated guys who are 42 and the 22 year olds have impressed me more than the older guys That's so interesting yeah yeah I mean I guess like of the 42 to 22 like the 22 year old is growing up in such a different world than yeah. the 42 yes. year old grew up in so I could see how that's like very possible yes yeah like, yeah so I actually as sarcastic as that sounded I am having a really good time <laughs> that makes me so yeah. happy <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day I forget the TikToker's name um, but she talks a lot about like relationships and dating and things like that and she had said with dating like a mindset that I thought was really great and interesting was like every date you go on is getting you closer to your person mm -hmm. like whoever that may be and I was like wow that's like a really good like mindset to look at it yeah. especially if because I know like people can find it really discouraging and like mm -hmm you know, the ups and downs of it all, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, so you have a boyfriend? No, I have a partner. Their name's Olivia. Amazing. Yes, yes. Um, so we've been in a relationship for th almost three years now, but we met at summer camp when we were 12 and 13. Mm -hmm. Wait, yeah, it's, it's, it's an iconic love story. I it's love a really it cute. Them. I'm gonna say it's so cute. <laughs> Audrey's no, like has I've to hear only this. Been from like a few weeks ago, we did like this questionnaire, and for all of them, for Sarah's, it was like, well, I would pick Olivia, and I would be like, great for you. I'm picking between Jackson and Riley, both terrible options. Sorry <laughs> to add them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been in. We actually last week did a podcast episode. I Olivia and I did one. Mm -hmm. They came on the pod. I gave them the whole experience. We came here. Okay, I need to listen. Yeah, yes. it was great. And we got to talk about like the highs and lows of being in a relationship in your 20s because it's definitely there's this has been my like first like very serious relationship my first like relationship um, as a like a queer woman so yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of highs and lows and challenges but yeah I wouldn't take anything back from it and even but prior to that I was the worst dater like I am such a serial monogamous which may be like a bad thing but I don't think it's a bad thing yeah I don't never, know you know I'm gonna never yuck someone's yum like, yeah that's not monogamy is your like you know go for it yeah you don't need to be like dating a bunch of people like that's why all these dating rules like yeah. you gotta keep the roster stacked you gotta do this yeah. you gotta do this i'm like i honestly I don't like talking to people enough to have a roster right <laughs> it's like do what is good for you like if yes. that works for your personality amazing but if it doesn't like don't force yourself to be like spreading yourself thin if you really value one person one connection like yeah, right. I struggled with that a lot, especially because I feel like in your 20s, it's like, you should get out there and date and all these things. And I was like, you know, I haven't really had a period of my life where I was dating a lot. I've, you know, dabbled in the apps a little bit, but not seriously enough to like be a huge dater. And I was like, do I do that? That's what everybody's telling me to do. But I was like, what do I like what do I want like if mm -hmm. I'm like serious about this connection like why not just give this connection my all and and that's okay to want that um so it's nice to get your dating stories that's my little bit piece of it how's dating going for you so I've been on a little bit of a break from dating because I think breaks are important as we referenced multiple times haven't been doing well for a few months didn't seem like the time to go on dates my mom has been asking my sister and I a lot about like 
hey, wh what's up with you two and dating? And she literally was like, have you two been coordinating with each other? Because you keep giving the same answer of just like, not really vibing with it. I feel like maybe this summer I'll get back into it, but like my life Sun's has been out. so up and down. It's like, I don't feel like inviting a stranger into that mess right now. Yeah. I don't have the capacity for it. Um, yeah. I think that's great. I think that's important. Like when people especially get into this, like, oh, dating sucks. Like it's so hard. I'm mm, like, take yeah. a, definitely take a break. Like it shouldn't be like that. You know, yeah. how often do you think about meeting new friends? you're like oh my god like yeah. i'm so tired of all like and i get it you want to find people you click with you want to find people who get you but i think yeah it's very important to take a break yeah so i feel like in about a month or two i'll probably get back into it i just like my biggest issue is i really dislike apps but basically like i'm really in the theater community which like majorly is gay men and straight women, which is a bad combo for me. Um, <laughs> you're like, hmm, bad combo. Really the wrong people. Um, and so it's really difficult to meet people in person. And so it's mostly on apps, but it's just like so hard to tell if you vibe with someone, like any person I've been romantically involved with, I've known basically within like 15 seconds of meeting them, like I'm interested in them. And so like, I just find like small talk on dating apps, very frustrating and I <laughs> don't like it. Um, I don't actually mind actually dating. I just hate like using the app, setting it up. I don't mind the actual dates. It's just mm. the asking the very stupid questions over and over again. And then you get to the date and you've asked all those preamble questions. And it's like, oh God, what are we fucking talking about now? <laughs> and then they ask what I'm doing. And I'm like, I have my BFA in music theater and I have a podcast. Mm. Bold choices. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's my dating right now. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's that. But I'm really glad to hear someone doing well with it because that does give me hope. Most people I ask about are like, fucking sucks. I mean, I get it, but yeah. it's been, it's been good. I uh, don't like, it's been, you know, I don't, overall it's been good. I'm Everyone had, goes through shitty stuff, but yeah, it has ups and downs. Yeah. Um, so for our last question, we always ask us the same last question. Um, and it is, what is something that you have been clueless about recently? It can be big, small. Mine have been as small as like, Hey, I don't really know how often you're supposed to empty your vacuum or big of like, Hmm, did I do my taxes? Right. Did I commit fraud? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I Honestly, fraud? I like to live on the edge. <laughs> Look, they labeled me a low risk with the IRS. So I'm just counting on that. Yeah. Great. If the IRS is listening, I did pay my taxes. <laughs> I paid some taxes. I don't know if I paid the right ones. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, okay, so the other day, I, I, okay, I follow this girl on TikTok, Girl Boss Town, okay? Yes. Oh my gosh, love her. Love her. Love. <laughs> this is actually so embarrassing. But, you know, like, chat GBT, chat GBT. Yes. She goes by GBT, yes. Girl Boss Town. <laughs> so everyone who was talking about chat GBT, I'm like, Girl Boss Town is like blowing up. Like, so many people are talking about her. That's really I'm a fucking funny. idiot. And so I'm like, okay, I really need my thing I need to learn more about is AI and like all this yeah, stuff because same. it's literally same. Literally, I was talking to my friend about this. I'm like, we don't want to be the people who like are in a meeting and like don't know how to use an Excel document. Like, we need to stay <laughs> up. I'm like, okay, I need to figure out this AI shit. I'm like, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I need to learn about this because I'm clueless right now. Yeah. And I don't, I'm like, okay, I, I can't be one of these old people who are like, what's that? How do I, I need work to my learn. iPhone? I've been so, reading a lot about it because of the way it intersects with the writer's strike going on right now. Because oh. that's one of their big sort of Things demands. Yeah. Is using. And it's probably. Is, um, is letting them use AI or is not? not 
is, is limiting not. use of AI. Oh. The Writers Guild wants it to be limited, limited because studios are very much trying to cut costs anywhere they can and uh, are going to try and get rid of a lot of writers and use and chat use GPT. Chat. I mean, it's even it's an issue with um, SAG-AFTRA is about to start or yeah. have already started negotiating their contracts and they're prepared to strike. And one of their reasons is also AI. Wow. This See, world is I need so to learn about it. I need literally to, um, same. I will I'll look at our notion and it's like use AI or like the chat GBT. Like I did I was like, what the fuck is a chat GBT? No, I literally like, was like <laughs> very yeah. funny thing is there's like a there's one that's similar to like it's in the chat GBT era, um, where it's like about like writing and it's supposed to be able to like write very comprehensive things with like beats and like sort of novel type stuff. Mm. Um and these things pull from online resources, but they're usually not open about what they're pulling from. And people have figured out that they pulled that from a lot of like AO3 and fan fiction because uh, these this uh, AI system kept mentioning the Omegaverse, which is a thing in like fan fiction and AO3 stuff that is not in the real verse. And that's how they figured out like, oh, this is pulling from fan fiction because that is a thing. The Omegaverse doesn't exist in many things, but it really exists in fan fiction. Um, and wow. that was embarrassing for the people who created it. And I enjoyed that greatly. <laughs> I enjoyed that greatly. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. This was so yeah. much fun. This was so fun. Yes. You are awesome. Oh, thank Both you. Of you are killing it. So I'm just happy to be here. Thank Yay. you. Where's Wave? Wave. I didn't wave when we were recording <laughs> on video. <laughs>